Larry Walters was not like any other human. In 1982, he would change the future of the American dream and the history of human aviation. At 32 years old, he made a choice to embark upon the dumbest, most brilliant, most idiotic, underplanned yet overprepared, deadly and creative unpiloted flight using just a garden lawn chair, a sandwich and some nylon cables and hardware store wire attached to 42 industry-level weather balloons. Larry always dreamed of being in the skies. It was his time to shine. This is the origin story of expectation versus reality. Hello and welcome to the Hook Pick Pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really, we're just two idiots poking things we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as what compels humanity to take flight? At what altitude is a homemade aircraft considered illegal? And where exactly is that line between brilliance and stupidity? I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. And ladies and gentlemen, if you fasten your seatbelts, we are prepared to take flight today. This is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Like, ever. I mean, it's it's funny, it's sad, it's it's tragic in the long term. It's got a bit of everything. It's got a bit of everything, and Erica is coming into this blind. She knows nothing Very about this. Very exciting for me. You were leading this episode, as I'm sure people yep. picked up on from the introduction. Yep. So I'm, I'm coming in with fresh ears and I'm yep. super excited. Well, I think without further ado, for people who don't know this story, let's just get into it, honestly. Hell yeah. So Larry Walters. Right. He's a great, he's a great dude. We love him. Do um, we? Yeah. I don't know anything about him, but I like the name Larry. <laughs> he's so. infamous. Okay. He always wanted to be a pilot since he was a child. Unfortunately, he had poor eyesight, which meant oh. that he couldn't become a pilot, which is what he wanted through the military. Yeah, heartbreaking. So as an adult, this left him with a big hole in his heart oh. and a big dream to fill. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> poor Larry. So he decided he would home make DIY, well, he would home DIY, I guess, an aircraft instead. If he couldn't fly, he'd find a way. So... He purchased 42 eight-foot, that's two metres mm-hmm. for Aussies, etc. Um, balloons and eight helium tanks. Wait, so 42 metre balloons? For, so he purchased 42 eight-foot balloons. So that's two metre balloons. Those are big balloons. Yeah, that's 42 like, of them. Like a person could fit, a short person, me yeah. could fit or you could fit in the yeah. balloon. So imagine like, 42 of those. And spinning around inside the balloon. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. What's, what's two by 42? I can't do math. That's how long it would have been. <laughs> 84. Okay. 84 metres. 84 metres, huge. Yeah. Great. So you actually, a normal citizen can't legally buy that many commercial weather balloons. Oh, they're weather so, balloons. They, I'd imagine expensive too. So I didn't actually really know what a weather balloon was. So it's a hydrogen-filled balloon normally that's equipped with meteorological equipment, which is sent into the atmosphere to provide information about the weather. Ah. So like the bureaus use them and so stuff. So they would be immensely expensive because they have a lot yeah. of very high-tech so, yeah. like meteorological yeah. equipment inside of them. Yeah. Um, I know weather balloons famously because they are often mm-hmm. the uh, explanation for UFO sightings. Oh. Yeah. Well, there balloons. we go. Well, I guess Lawn Chair Larry does become a UFO, so. Oh. <laughs> um, and, yeah, of course, these balloons, they provide weather observations. They provide 
temperature, pressure, humidity, wind speed, and direction. And they can reach an altitude of 16 to 35 kilometers up in the air. So it's quite a lot. Yeah, that is a That's lot. That's in the upper atmosphere. Thank you. Thank so, you. So uh, <laughs> I was thinking of pretending like, I, yeah, I know exactly how high that is. Yep. So what launcher Larry did, well, Larry Walters, I should say, he knew he couldn't buy that many legally. He was employed as a truck driver for a um, TV commercial company. So he forged a fake form saying that these balloons were for a TV commercial. (gasps) You didn't tell me Larry was a criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Look, borderline. Okay, wait, I do. This was the 80s too, so anything goes. Oh, okay. But also I have a question. Why is it illegal to own that many weather balloons? Well, you're going to find out. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) they're, They're commercial, so I feel like it's trying to buy like some, like, I feel like commercially owned things you can't in general you can't, you can't buy publicly, them. Publicly, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. You need like permits and shit. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. You need permits, which he definitely did not have. But this got him past the federal aviation regulations, so the FAA. <laughs> Watch out, FAA. <laughs> Maybe tighten those regulations. So, although Larry spent days and days planning what he wanted to do with these balloons, mm-hmm. he did not research enough of how much helium Stop. would actually be required. <laughs> To lift him. Larry, <laughs> that's the first thing you'd research. He just wanted to go over the housetops. Okay. So this is a, like, expectation versus reality. Okay, overall, this expedition of buying these balloons cost him, like, $4,000. Fuck, that was my next question. And yeah. $4,000 is expensive, but actually yeah. not as expensive as I predicted because, what, yeah. 42 balloons, yeah. $4,000 each. That's a yep. hundred bucks per balloon, so not not as bad as I thought. Yeah, yeah, but I think um, the worst is yet to come. <laughs> so, Launchair Larry, as you can guess by the name, he yes wanted to take flight, and he decided that he would use a lawn chair. Okay, attached to helium balloons. So this is how this went down, or this is kind of what how he wanted it to go down. Okay. So on July 2nd, 1982, he would take flight from the backyard of his girlfriend Carol's home in Good San Pedro. You, <laughs> That's in California. And he would do that by tying these 42 eight-foot helium-filled weather balloons tiered into four layers to a Sears-purchased aluminium patio lawn chair so that's like the australian version of a backyard fold out and i look i can see reason behind that because uh i assume an aluminium Mm. lawn chair wouldn't add a huge amount of additional weight (laughs) but you'd still be able to sit comfortably so look i'm i'm yep i get it larry i love that you're justifying this look yeah better than like an armchair is gonna really weigh you down significantly lawn chair perfect you can just get a bunnings lawn chair and you're good to go really cost effective cost effective yeah so he had it angled at a 45-degree angle and he used gallon jugs of water as stability. Oh, okay. So he set up this this lawn chair, he tied all the balloons up with his wire and he's like, and, he t- and it was tethered to his Jeep and he called this little aircraft that he put together Inspiration One. That is so beautiful. One, the fact that he called it inspiration, like he's a NASA astronaut, like naming his rovers. <laughs> Phenomenal. But two, the fact that he named it one. <laughs> one <laughs> of like, many. Like, I know this is going to fail. I know there's going to be sequels. But Larry, yeah. I love the realism. Yeah. Good yeah. And it's in Roman numerals, so. Yeah, naturally. Inspiration oh, I, you know. 
It, it could be read as either, Inspiration I. Now that he's, he's tied the balloons on, it's all ready. So he decided he would stock it with sandwiches, a cold beer. He'd bring a radio with him, just in case, an altimeter, very important. Camera to take pictures of, course. of the pretty view, you know. And a pellet gun to shoot out balloons for a controlled descent. <gasps> Larry's kind of really thought about everything. Yeah, except the amount of healing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting that one key detail. Yep. He also learned to skydive as a precaution. So he took like a lot of wow. Wait, like, okay, prep. But, but did you say that he was tethered to his truck? So at this point, the chair was tethered to the truck. Oh, okay, before the flight. Yes. Yeah. So assuming once the flight, they'll, they'll cut that tether. Yeah. But he doesn't have a longer tether because if he only wants to go like above his house, yeah. wouldn't he have like a big rope measured to the right length, the tethering, the lawn chair to the house? No. So that he couldn't raise above the <laughs> – okay. Okay, Larry, I'm starting to see where some of the problems might come from. Gotcha. No, but there was like – there was – an accident that happened <gasps> wasn't oh, no. his fault, oh, no. but we'll find out about that. We'll find out about oh, that, Erica. Don't worry, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so yes, he did. He learned how to skydive as a precaution. So he had a parachute. Oh my god! And he climbed aboard his chair from a rooftop. So yeah, the chair was on the roof and it was tethered to okay. his jeep. So yeah, you're yeah. I gotcha. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, there's just so many parts no, of this no, story. No, no, it's complex. Far out. And it was tethered to his Jeep using three lines. So at this point, it, it was You've pretty solid. Pretty it wasn't going to go got anywhere. safety lines. Yeah. You're on. So Larry claimed in later interviews after this expedition that his intention was to remain tethered at 100 feet mm-hmm. for an hour and contact the FAA and a few airports prior to launch. That, so, like, I kind of went into this assuming Larry was going to be like this idiot who got drunk and had this idea, but this is actually fairly well thought out. Yeah, yeah. Like but, he's kind of yeah. on it. He's, he's contacting the air, like people who will be yeah. watching the airspaces, safety yeah. precautions. Clearly they won't mind. Um, <laughs> by his calculations, once the lines were cut, he would lift up a few hundred feet. The winds would slowly drift him east towards a desert in Nevada. And he'd spend a couple of hours enjoying his snacks, sipping his beverages and snapping a few photos before finally shooting out enough balloons to make a gentle, safe descent into the desert. This is a bit that stresses me out, the fact <laughs> that he's not tethered. Is he at least, like, strapped to the lawn chair? Like, has he installed, like, a seatbelt no. to the lawn chair? <laughs> no, that just made me so anxious. No, Larry! All right. That was the plan and the expectations oh. of Larry. Here we are. We're getting into the reality of the okay. situation of what actually happened. Okay. So he's in his chair, he's up in the sky, the balloons have like lifted him up. Okay. Woohoo, how exciting, right? In his lawn chair. So instead of lazily floating off the ground and beginning his drift east to lower altitude, (laughs) his tethering lines prematurely snapped. (gasps) No, Larry. And he quickly rocketed (gasps) up to 16,000 feet. That's Stop. that's four thousand eight hundred meters. So, for comparison, that's about halfway up the size of Mount Everest. <gasps> Stop, <laughs> Larry! No. So you can imagine he, oh my God, like, so his girlfriend's there. She's like, "Oh, he lurched off the ground as if fired from like a slingshot." Because these are like forty-two weather Jesus. balloons. Um, he continued to catapult upward until, according to his altimeter, he says he was almost five kilometers off the ground. <gasps> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, just oh, this is the best I'm story. So he he was sighted by multiple commercial airline pilots <laughs> around LA. <laughs> and <laughs> stop. Why would you 
way. Oh, I have the, and you're like, oh, no, I have the no, excerpt. Yes, fuck yeah. yes. Um, they called the bizarre sighting into air traffic control. Yes. So you can do that. This is WA231, level at 16,000 feet. We have a man in a chair attached to balloons <laughs> in our 10 o'clock position, ranging five miles. <laughs> That's so matter of fact. Like, shout out to who that pilot was. They really like maintained their professionalism. So Larry Larry didn't need to look at his altimeter to know he went much higher than he did. <laughs> was he just like really sitting in the lawn chair, not strapped in? Yeah. Oh Because he thought he was only gonna go up like Does a little he have bit. a jacket? No, so yeah, he's up. It's going to be really yeah. cold up there, Larry. So, and the oxygen. So he began to feel cold and dizzy from Stop. the thin air. And he's not strapped in. Don't pass out, Larry. <laughs> and he feared if he shot out any of the balloons that the balance of his chair would become unstable, causing him to fall. What about his he wasn't water strapped bottles? In. His, his water bottle, so we'll get to that. So he clenched the armrest for grim death yep. and sailed, yep. cold and anxious, with his Coca-Cola and sandwich for almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least he had a snack. He had a snack. He radioed his friends on the ground to let them know he was okay, despite enduring an air temperature of five degrees Fahrenheit, which is minus 15 Celsius. Fuck. Minus 15, <gasps> without a jacket. No. So Larry. his limbs actually started to go numb. Larry, Larry, <laughs> shoot, shoot the balloons, Larry, shoot the balloons. <laughs> shoot them, hold on, just shoot them, just shoot them. This was 40 years ago, you'll find out. <laughs> so... After his limbs started to go numb, he started to get a bit worried, He's, I think. He makes it down. Like, I know that's spoilers. I know I'm jumping ahead, but, like, yeah. does he make it down okay? he, Yes, yes. <sighs> okay. Look, he says he wasn't panicked. <laughs> I don't believe that. Sorry, Larry. Um, so he used a CB radio that he that he brought, good job, Larry, Smart. to call um, a place called REACT or R-E-A-C-T. Yep. Okay. Um, it's a citizens band radio monitoring organisation because he realised he was starting to drift towards the Pacific Ocean. Oh! <gasps> Um, and when asked what his difficulty was, Larry responded, uh, the difficulty is uh, this was an unauthorised balloon launch and uh, I know I'm in a federal airspace. <laughs> okay, kind of like burying the lead there, Larry. Yep, yep. And after about 45 minutes in the air, so 45 minutes Fuck, at this altitude, yeah. at 4,800 metres in minus 15 degrees Celsius temperatures and at 11.4% oxygen levels. <gasps> so the average at sea level is 20.9. Oh and I, I, I'm like really into Everest mountain climbing. Yeah. Like it's a bad thing, but oxygen levels are insane. Like yeah. even slowly, like I can't imagine what his mental like headspace would have been yeah. with that level of oxygen. Yeah. It's actually quite a miracle that he survived this, I think. Like, you're right, oh, that he would, didn't pass out. because that's like, what kills people. Yeah. It's the oxygen. So, at this point, you'll be happy to know he finally found courage to shoot some of the balloons. Larry, after gun. 45 minutes, I know he's deprived of oxygen and his brain is not, like, processing, <laughs> but Larry, come on. Well, wait for this. So, he finally Stop. found the courage. He shot some of the balloons, starting with those in the outer ring. Great. Then he accidentally dropped his gun. Larry, <laughs> you didn't put that on a bungee cord. Larry. So he dropped it over the chair somewhere over Orange County. I don't know if anyone ever found it. Or <gasps> I hope so. I hope so somewhere. Shooting some of the balloons did work at that point. So he you, he poured out some of the water from the jugs to control the descent like a bit more because I think it started to go okay. down. Okay. So he said later, I cannot say I was afraid or anything. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the part that was scary was the last 300 feet with the rooftops of telephone poles coming up <gasps> so fast. I was praying oh I would not be one of those power God. lines and be fried 
or sizzle. Well, we're right because if that if that big balloon thing had like what an eighty two meter like yeah. diameter, yeah, power lines. That's he's gonna yeah. die. So because he'd called ahead, they were tracking where he. So he like was descending into a Long Beach Long Beach neighborhood in California. So the council or whatever it's like the equivalent is, they actually turned off the power in the neighborhood. <gasps> so the the oh neighborhood gosh. was without power for twenty minutes. What a beautiful story! Um, I love that so, communities coming together. I know. Save I know. Man. He was actually chair. quite a hero. Like I think he donated the chair later to like some kids. <laughs> they were like, Larry, Larry. Um, so Inspiration One ended its hour and a half flight tangled up in power lines in Long Beach, California, which resulted in this electricity blackout so in the area. So he did get into the power lines. He got so in, thank yes, God they he shut was them down. tangled in the power lines, okay. so he was okay, luckily. So next, the aftermath. Of course, yes, he's lived, but what happens next? Yeah. <laughs> he was arrested very quickly. Uh, yep. um, and the FFA, uh, I think, Normally in this situation, they would revoke a pilot license, you know, if it's an unauthorised aircraft. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a pilot. He didn't have a pilot license, so they instead slapped him with four charges and a $4,000 fine. Well, that's as much as he paid for the balloons. That's as much as he paid for the balloons. <laughs> um, so those charges included operating a civil aircraft for which there is not currently in effect an airworthiness certificate. <laughs> yep. And... Operating an aircraft within an airport traffic area, in in parentheses, in um sorry quotation marks, without establishing and maintaining two way communications with the control tower. Yeah, both valid. So, honestly, look, I'd like my next flight to be on launch air, launch air Larry <laughs> Express. I wouldn't. Are you kidding? That's terrifying. <laughs> um. So the agency eventually conceded on one of the charges because, as it turns mm. out, a lawn chair does not, in fact, require an airworthiness certificate. <laughs> so they reduced the fine to $1,500. That's it's pretty good. That's like, actually not bad. Yeah. yeah. But the worst part of the whole ordeal, oh, Erica, no, was that Larry was so caught up in, you know, almost dying at altitude. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And falling out of his chair, that he forgot to take a single picture from his lawn Get chair. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't take a single photo. Uh, so, that is kind of, you know what? <sighs> Something kind of beautiful about that. Yeah. He, look, he experienced it and he, he rose to infamy. He was sought out for interviews, lectures, campaigns, like ad campaigns about ordinary Americans defying great odds. <laughs> there were odds for like the durability of like yeah. Sears laundry line. Yeah, yeah. That's the Damn. American dream, you know. Just yeah, like, it is the American dream. You know, to and, get um, in a lawn chair and fly. I know. Although our Larry had a tragic end later in life, hmm. his story has served as inspiration for books, movies, musicals, and inspires musicals. those. I know. And the story inspires those who participate in an aviation sport known today as cluster ballooning. So it's an actual thing now. Wow. Were you yeah. like, do you try to like raise yourself up with balloons? I think so. Yeah. I didn't go that far to look into that. I was I like, that's a separate thing. I assume it's all like regulated. I, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> well, I that Of all the lessons to be learned, yeah. that was at least one of yeah. them. And look, maybe he didn't take a picture in the sky, but at least he ate his sandwich and drank his beer and his Coca-Cola. So Good. He had a good time. He did have a – well, he had a – I don't know if he had a good time. I wouldn't have had a good time. He was lucky 
I don't think he was – well, He. I mean, yeah, he was high now. He was in federal aviation space, so he could have been, like, hit by a plane. God. Hit by a plane, shot down, like, just slipped off the chair, gone <laughs> unconscious, like – any number of things. That's why he was gripping onto the handles, cold and afraid <laughs> and alone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's what a story. story. I can't yep. even heard that before. I yeah. Yep. It's incredible. Like, there's a whole Wikipedia page on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About Lawn Chair Larry. Yeah. He was dubbed a few different names, but I think Lawn Chair Larry was the one that yeah, got the alliteration. It stuck the most. It's nice. I think he was both admired and just laughed at. So it was not an easy life for him. Yeah. And look, I think. Uh, I think there's – see, it's do you admire him or is he in the end? I think a bit of both. Yeah. I think definitely – I'm impressed with how much sort yeah. of planning actually went into it. Like he had yeah. the radio, thank goodness. He had the gun. He had food. <laughs> but at the same time, he didn't install a seatbelt or measure the helium. You're right. Like that's, I feel like, the first thing you would do. Yeah. Yeah, like he had all these contingency plans but didn't think, what if I go too high? What am I going to do? Yeah. So I think they probably cracked down on commercial weather balloon purchases yeah. after that. Yeah, I like think. most likely. And they, I think the FAA, Federal Aviation Authority, um, I think they probably changed their legislation <laughs> for homemade <laughs> aircrafts that it can be a bit illegal. Yeah, you can't have everyone and their grandma like hopping in lawn no. chairs and, and flying up into the sky. No. But he, I think he broke the record for like the the highest like ascent with helium filled balloons. Well, so good on him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's uh, dumb ways to die. <laughs> exactly, and it's a miracle he didn't die. That's what I'm impressed about. Like that's what takes this. If he had died, which very very well could have, this mm. would have been like, can you believe the stupidest death ever to happen? Yes. But yeah. he didn't. He made it. It's an incredible story of survival, but it's also like what does a survival like that do to you? Because he did have such a tragic end in the 90s, like the impact on him. Like I think someone coming away from that, it's like he was a moment in time and then suddenly he was a joke, you know? He was, he was yeah, yeah but of the joke. True. It's like, Can you be both? Well, but then at the same time it's like – if you are taking the risk to do something kind of stupid, mm. and it is kind of stupid. Look, it's fun. It's fantastic. Like, I love the idea of floating gently across houses and balloons. Wonderful. But it is kind of stupid. I feel like you have to be willing to take the risk. Mm. Like, it's not like this is just a crazy thing that happened to him. Like, he wasn't sitting yeah. in his armchair and he's, like, cheeky nieces and nephews snuck up and tied helium <laughs> with a balloon and he was shot up into space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he chose to do this. Like, surely he would have to have at least at one point the idea in your head, like, hey, this could kill me, and yeah. that's going to make the news and be very public. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of responsibility that you would have to yeah. sort of be aware of. If you tied someone to a chair with the helium balloons and they lifted up into, like, the stratosphere and stuff, mm-hmm. would you get charged for attempted murder? I think it depends if you're, like, a little rapscallion. <laughs> Like, if you're, like, a little dense the manners, like You're exempt. Like, maybe not, you know what I mean? But if you're, like, just... Would you be charged with murder? It's an interesting legal question, yeah. isn't it? Well, I like the idea that you're in court and you've, like, tried to, like, send someone up into the atmosphere. Ha, ha, ha. And they're like, Erica, you are getting charged with attempted murder. And you're like, no, it's okay. I'm just a menace. <laughs> I'm just a little skip. I'm just a little guy. Oh, okay, then. 
sorry to go. <laughs> you know, but kind of like if it's not intentional. Hmm. Like I just, well, I just. Yeah. I mean, okay. Also, what I do appreciate is that he got down by himself. Yes, like he really did shoot the balloons, and that really did yeah. get him down. And he wasn't like shot down, like no, because he could have. Because I think the worst case scenarios of that is that he could have gone over military airspace, in which case he would have been he shot down. Would have been shot down, and like, and like theoretically, the only waste of resources was the power being shut out for twenty minutes. Yeah, and the huge latex balloons. <laughs> And but I they were know. his purchase. You know what I mean? Like the only yeah. public resources were really the the power being out for twenty minutes. Which, if you're in that neighborhood, like what a great story. Yeah. Like, why was the power out today? Yeah. Like that's phenomenal. Yeah. So I mean, in terms they of- cheered. I think they came up and like the neighbors and stuff turned up and like yeah. cheered him because I think it had reached like it was a news story at that point. He was well, up there for an hour and a half. Him so too. like yeah. especially as he's descending on your neighborhood. Oh no, he went as viral as you can. Like. Before smartphones, yeah, in the eighties and social media. I mean, look, yeah, I think I think Larry got incredibly lucky. Like, yeah. it very easily could have turned into a different story. Yeah, and I think if it had turned into a different story, we wouldn't be so much like, "Oh my god, Larry, what a legend!" Yeah, what a kind of stupid legend. We'd be like, "You, you idiot!" Like, yeah, I know you've you've, you've killed yeah. yourself and you've risked other people's lives yeah. for something that was like in retrospect pretty yeah. stupid, but um, because it went well, relatively, yeah. And I think he said, like, when he landed and later on that he doesn't regret it at all. He's glad he lived. <laughs> but yeah. he, it scratched that, like, itch for him being a pilot that he couldn't be a pilot. Couldn't he just, like, take little flight? Like, you know you can get in, like, those little private, you know, two-seater planes and have someone do flips in the air with you? Like, surely. If he's dropping four grand minimum on this launch air business, like, surely he could just pay for, like, a little private flight and that would scratch that itch. That's too logical, Eric. <laughs> and I think this kind of leads us to question what makes people want to take flight? What what compels people to want to get off the ground? And I think that is very interesting because, it's like, you would think instinctually we wouldn't have any desire to fly. Like, we biologically don't fly. We have no reason to fly. Mm. We are pretty much stuck on the ground. We can swim. That's pretty good. Mm. But going up is like a whole other situation. Mm. So why do we crave the skies mm. as we do? I don't know. I think it's really interesting. And I think, mm. uh, yeah, I really don't know. I think it's just one of those things that like it's it's humans, humanity's like innate desire to explore and mm. discover and sort of yeah. up is... I mean, we touched on that a little bit when we talked about that ocean, first ocean episode. It's true. It's true. Up is a lot more challenging than down. Yes. So it's like, I think humans also love the challenge. They love yeah. to be able to like, oh, well, science says I can't do this. Well, hmm. like I'm going to figure it out anyway. Yeah. And a lot of times we do. Yeah. Albeit not in launches. Not in launches. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like we, we did talk about how kind of stupid the plan was and how kind of dumb Larry was. But mm. if... We were, like, in an alternate timeline where the Wright mm. brothers hadn't invented flight mm-hmm. yet. and Yeah, that's true. You know, would we be like, hey, Larry was a pioneering genius? It's true. I mean, he was a pioneer of cluster ballooning, so he did change the history and future of aviation <laughs> <laughs> laws. <laughs> I did, I did. Yeah, laws, okay. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. Don't, yeah, aircrafts didn't start incorporating launch years onto the wings. <laughs> or weather balloons. Yeah, or weather balloons. 
That's a good point. Yeah. Would he be a pioneer? Yeah. Or would he still be an idiot? Yeah. Are you are you not original anymore? If you know of all these people who've come before you, you haven't come up with original an original idea. Yeah, I mean, because technically, like, sure, the lawn chairs and the balloons is original, <laughs> very original, but <laughs> but the desire to fly in the mm. new method isn't original, and we applaud our, you know, forefathers who came up with the ideas, mm. even though they were laughed at and considered pretty stupid at the time. Mm, that's true. Do you, we think in like 200 years, we'd be like, oh my God, that guy that went sailing up in like yeah, the healing Yeah, when balloons. everyone planes have been replaced by individual lawn chairs and, and weather yep. balloons. And we're in a dystopian launch chair world. <laughs> dystopian. I was imagining utopian. That would be great. <laughs> we have very different ideas of the future. <laughs> but couldn't he have just gotten like a hot air balloon license? I know. Isn't that? Then yeah. he'd be a pilot. He could go up in his own hot air balloon. You know what I mean? Yeah. You but don't I need th- to pass an eye test for that. I, or I maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you do. You know? Maybe you do. But I think maybe the premise of it is that it's about breaking the rules and it's about trying something new and different and it's like that. It's the like the American way of defying all odds. Yeah, and, you know, I think this is exploring. a very American yeah. story. I think especially <laughs> Larry's reaction to it, like the fact that Larry was then like, oh, I'm a hero, I don't regret it. Like, yeah. I do think that idea of like, oh, I'm being the first and I'm pushing the boundaries, even if big government says I can't do it, that I think is a very American yeah. like mentality. Yeah. And I think that probably does play into it a little bit. Yeah. I think it maybe if Larry wasn't American, this maybe might not have yeah. turned out the way it did. But I do appreciate that at 16,000 feet in the air, we are all essentially human. <laughs> he was cold and scared and couldn't breathe. So. I am just a seatbelt. A seatbelt is like the first thing you'd think of. A seatbelt. It would be so easy to figure a seatbelt out. <laughs> they strap it into a launcher. That's so easy. It was the 80s in America. No one wore seatbelts, Erica. <gasps> and why didn't he parachute down? Although I guess he's way too high to parachute. Although he did have a parachute. I was wondering yeah, that too. Why didn't he ever? I couldn't see any anything. Point? Although I guess if he doesn't know what's beneath him. Like, if he's that high up, he probably doesn't have a good gauge yeah. of actually where he'd be parachuting yeah. down to and, like, those power lines. Like, once you've jumped oh and you're parachuting, like, you yeah. really, that's, you don't have a choice yeah. of where you're going to land. Yeah. So maybe that that played into it. Yeah. Um, he had enough brain cells to think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't jump off this. And, yeah. um I do like the idea of just a lawn chair with hearing blues <laughs> drifting off. That would have been so good. People in an aeroplane just seeing this thing go by. Yeah, just a whole cluster of weather balloons attached to a lonely lawn chair. I like to imagine, like, the heartbeating sandwich and, like, half coke sort of resting on the lawn chair as well. <laughs> That's what a, really what a nice sight. to me. <laughs> what a sight. But there are pictures on some of the sites I looked at. There's pictures of what, like, lawn chair Larry would have seen and there's pictures that people took on the ground of what it looks like. Fantastic. So we can put it on the website. Yeah, we'll chuck those up on the website. So everyone Go take a check it out. Look. It's it's quite a phenomenon. It is a phenomenon. I mean, I think, yeah, first and foremost, don't do this at home. Like, don't get any bright ideas, anyone. I think Larry was extremely lucky yeah. that it worked out as well as it did. He's extremely also, lucky. I feel like this day and age you wouldn't just get locked up for two days and then get hit with a $4,000 fine. Or in that in those days it would have been more expensive, I suppose. I don't know what the True. equivalent is True. now. Maybe yeah. like 20 grand. I don't know. But I feel like these days you would get charged. Yeah, you'd probably get some pretty serious jail time, I'd imagine. I, I think so, yeah. Mm. But, Erica, how far would you go 
to achieve an American dream. (laughs) (laughs) To achieve an American dream, I wouldn't even fucking step outside my front door. But, (laughs) like, I mean, look, ultimately the idea of, like, sailing up into the big blue sky in a lawn chair isn't particularly appealing to me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not my personal itch to scratch. So to me, it's very easy for me to just be like, I wouldn't do it because it's stupid and dangerous and it was stupid and dangerous. Mm. What if it was a magic carpet? Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it was a magic carpet, like uh, hopping on <laughs> a thousand percent, like not even looking back. Or magic broomstick. Oh, even better, even better. Okay, Are so there kidding? was a difference with that and well, a lawn chair. It's magic, like it's <laughs> magic, you know what I mean? So are weather balloons. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I guess for the verdict for this one, like, do you think Larry was a stupid or was a genius mm. or, or an idiot? I think he was a bit of an entrepreneur. I'll give mm-hmm. that to him. Okay. Okay. I feel like he he was quite creative and original. I think he just lacked a bit of foresight and yet he was quite prepared. He was quite prepared it's but odd. just in sort of the wrong ways. But then also, like, yes, it was original but – Is originality always Mm. good? Like maybe there's Mm. a reason no one ever thought about going in a (laughs) lawn chair attached to a bunch of weather balloons. Look, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like some ideas maybe people Mm. have pondered and gone, well, no, I'm not going to do that because it's kind of stupid. Yeah. And maybe Larry's thought process stopped before that point. Yeah. And maybe it should have kept going. Yeah. Well, I guess we use his story as this landmark thing that happened and probably, you know, people weren't doing again. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a great story. It's a great story. And the fact that it worked out for him, like, good on him, mm. fantastic. It's 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 a great story. Yeah. I, personally, I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. erring on the what's, side of... What's your verdict about launch? I kind of think he's kind of stupid. <laughs> I kind of think it was dumb luck that let him survive... Yeah. And as many things as he prepped for, he there were other things, probably more important things, aka mm. helium, like yeah. mathematics, that he didn't account for. So I don't know. I yeah. kind of think he's an idiot. Yeah. That got <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you got lucky and I'm so happy you worked out. And it is a fantastic story. But yeah. I just. Yeah. Yeah, I don't What's know. What's the price you pay for a good story? Yeah. Like it's just, it's, I don't think this was necessarily genius so much mm. as it was dumb luck. Mm. Well. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> this was the story of Lawn Chair Larry, and this is the Hope Poke Pod. We'll see you next time. You're Emily. <laughs> I'm Erica. <laughs> I'm Emily. See we'll you see you next time. time. <laughs> Hi, you've reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be fantastic if you could rate us or leave a review. Or better yet, show us to some of your friends. Get the word out there about this spooky little podcast. If you want to know more about us or this episode, you can visit our website, thehokepokepod.com.au. We post updates, links, episodes, and any references we've mentioned, you'll be able to find them right there. We'd like to say a huge thank you to Giamo Timble for the amazing graphics and art that he's made for the podcast, as well as our undying appreciation to Robert P. Kelly, our marvelous and ever patient editor. We love you, Rob. And finally, if you'd like to contact us, you can send us an email at hokepokepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback, episode suggestions, whatever takes your fancy, we will be there. Thank you so much for the support and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.